Music and art are an expression of an artist's perspective on life. They shape our own perceptions of reality and help us develop an appreciation for the world around us. Connect with creatives of every nature to understand and deepen your connection to their work on the Evoked Podcast. How you guys doing? I'm Tony Arce, and this is the Evoked Podcast. Today, I'm joined by singer and songwriter Charmaine Makita. Charmaine, thank you for being here. Uh, thank you for having me. This is uh, a new endeavor for you, right? Professionally? Yes, yes. Professionally, it is very new. <laughs> Tell me about how it all got started uh, during the pandemic. Yeah, so um, I've been a singer all my life. Um, I grew up in church, so I've always been singing since I was two, but... Um, I never really had the courage to like sing my own songs that I wrote until around 2019. That's when it all began. Like, so I shared like a cover on Instagram, and then um, someone reached out to me about performing in a showcase, and I'm like, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I love that one of the things you said was, "I don't even have my own music." Yeah, yet. I was like, I don't even have a song out yet. Like, how am I gonna do a showcase? And I'm like, well, I can't go up here singing someone else's songs the whole time, so. Maybe I need to like, you know, just jump in right now and make it happen. So, yeah. That's so cool. But, you know, putting yourself out there and not really, obviously you didn't have an, a plan. Like this is what's mm-hmm. going to happen. Someone's going to reach out to me and this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. But what was that vision of when you first started that you're like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to do it. And, and, you know, this is the, the first step. That's the, what you saw. But for you, what was the dream back then? And, you know, is that still a dream today? Yeah. So it really all started with me just like following my heart. Um, a lot of my life, I was a people pleaser. I'm still mm. a bit of a people pleaser. I'm trying to get out of that. But um, like, I was just not really living a life that I wanted to live. And I really had to get real with myself and think like, you know, what's going to make me happy? Because I was in, you know, like not a good place, you know, mm. and I really wanted to do something that fulfilled my soul, you know. And music has always been that for me. And me taking that step and being like, you know what? I'm going to stop being scared. (laughs) I'm going to, you know, sing my own songs. I'm going to figure this out and I'm going to take this seriously. And hopefully with me gaining the courage to do that, you know, to like get this out there, I can help someone else not feel so alone. Absolutely. Because, yeah, like that's what it was for me a lot of the time. Like I felt very misunderstood, you know, and I was a person that a lot of people can come to, but I don't have a lot of people I can go to when I have problems. Mm. And sometimes I felt like alone in a lot of my feelings. And I'm like, I can't be alone. Other Mm. people feel this way. And that's kind of why I started. Like, I want other people to know that they're not alone, too. And And like, that's really through your music that you want to share that, right? Yeah. That's so awesome. Yeah. That's deep meaning. (laughs) Yeah, it is. And even though, like, you know, like, you may be experiencing these things, you may be feeling this way, like, it doesn't have to be this way forever. For sure. And when we were talking, you were saying how as a genre, one of the things you just don't want to be a specific thing, right? That you have, like, seven genres of music that you identify with. For those that don't know your music, describe it a little bit. Yeah, so um, I would say the best way to describe the music I have out is neo R&B. It's kind of a blend of neo soul and R&B, really, um, because like that's kind of the thing. Like some on some songs, you know, it sounds like oh, this is definitely giving Erica Badu, Jill Scott, and then some songs is giving a little more Summer Walker, <laughs> and then some a little Janae Aiko. But yeah, like 
I, I love music. I really, really love music. And I feel like music can't be, you know, defined in one way. Sure. And especially in expression, like I can't express myself in one way. There's so many different sides to me. I say it, different personalities. <laughs> <laughs> I have different versions of me and it definitely comes out through the music. Absolutely. And, you know, part of that for you and that we were talking about was uh, producing an album and, and just getting something done, right? Like yeah. going into the business of it all. And I love yeah. that you're like, I just didn't know what I didn't know. So I'm going places, I'm, I'm bringing my notebook and I'm asking all <laughs> these questions and, you know, and you're paying for all of this. So, yeah. you know, one on one, and it's really just commendable, but two, you know, what, what was, I guess, the, the biggest learning curve that you've had to overcome through all this, through the business, the music versus just putting something online and, you know, being appreciated by many. Um, I would always say, uh, what do I think is, oh my God, there's so many there's things. There's so many things, right? <laughs> I, had like, I had like five things rush in my mind when you said that question. But I would say um, the best way to show that you're business oriented and like honestly like just to keep on that mindset also while integrating the artistic mindset is just uh, maintaining your professionalism. Um, I would say that. And even besides that, learning that slow and steady, slow and steady, you know, um, like I heard a quote and it was saying like the best way to reach your goal is by getting there slowly, you know, and intentionally and definitely because I ran into a lot of issues um, doing the project. And honestly, like after doing that, there are a lot of things I felt like I could have done differently. Of course. You know, um, if I had taken more time and slowed it down. But a part of me getting out, getting it out when I got it out too, is also for like personal reasons. I had to meet a deadline, and mm-hmm. you know there were a lot of other things going on. Like I touched on when I was writing it mm-hmm. about people not feeling alone. Like also during that time, my father had cancer. Oh, I'm so sorry. So it's okay. He's healed now. Good. In good, remission. Good. Team good, remission good. over here. Yeah. So <laughs> um, he's good, but it went from stage one to stage three in less than a year. Holy smokes. So that was really scary for me because I was like. Um, a big thing for us, I was like, I always have to, I like had issues finishing what I started. Mm. And he would tell me that. And I'm like, I have to finish this so I can show him that I finished what I started. Like, and I'm passionate about this. Like, he's always loved music. I've always loved music. He bought me my first guitar when I was 10. Wow. Yeah. Like it was really so much, you know, like so much of that too is why I had to have it done when I had it done. And now that I'm, you know, working on more music and stuff, I think it's great to also maintain that with being business oriented, like maintaining deadlines, but also understanding that you can't rush certain parts of the creative process. That's such a good point. I mean, I think it's something that when uh, money or the business side of things come involved, like, yeah, you're right, deadlines (laughs) all of a sudden become a real thing. And you feel like you have to finish something that maybe is not quite finished yet, right? Yes. So how does that, how how do you enter that? And and what's your inspiration for that creativity? How do you go into songwriting and the the whole creative process in general? Yeah. So like the way I started, um, sometimes I start it myself. Most time I don't. (laughs) Like not consciously anyway. Like I'll just be doing something and then like, you know, something will come to me and then I sing it, write it down, make a quick voice memo. Sometimes it's just 10 seconds. Sometimes it's five minutes. Um, It really depends. But most of the time... Um, not just my own experiences, but the experiences of others influences my music a lot. So like my friends will be venting to me about something or, you know, my family will be venting to me because people 
talk to me a lot. Like mm. people come to me That's with a lot. Saying, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trustworthy and like I just make people feel comfortable enough to open up. And a lot of times like I use that as inspiration. Like I'm not going to Taylor Swift you. I'm not going <laughs> <laughs> to tell you business. <laughs> Definitely not. But I do th- use that as inspiration and then it just comes, you know. And sometimes um, now that I'm like in the writing mode, you know, because I performed a lot last year. So now I'm really focused on getting more music out there. Um, I just take time like I meditate. You know, before I get into that writing session I have with myself, I meditate. I write things down that I want to release emotionally, spiritually. And then, like, I go into it with that mindset, like that clear mind, you know. And then I sometimes I pick topics like, you know, like a a regret or like happiness or, you know what I'm saying? Like hopefulness, like different things like that. And then I'll just use it. And then it usually starts as a poem and then it becomes a song. Mm. That's cool. Yeah. That's very, very cool. <laughs> Tell me about the meditation process and just that that whole like almost I don't want to say a ritual, but mm-hmm. you know, that that you do. Yeah. Where'd you where did that come from? Where'd you learn that? Uh well like to be honest, it started when I like began embarking on my spiritual journey about like four to five years ago, I would say. That was when I really got into it. Um and meditation was something that really helped me because like uh, I have anxiety, you know, like, so I struggle with anxiety. So sometimes it's hard for me to, like, get my mind relaxed. Oh, sorry. <laughs> relaxed and, like, you know, focused on one thing. And meditation definitely helps. So I just go into it. There's different forms. Um, but the one that really helped me in the beginning, if I would suggest it to anyone, would be fire meditation and tree meditation. Mm. So if I was indoor, I would do fire. If I was outdoor, I would do tree. But I would try to do outdoor more because it's just better. Um, I feel much more relaxed in a natural setting. Um, I feel like being like connecting with the earth in that way sure. definitely helps you feel more grounded. So like you basically you um, focus on a tree and you're in your seated position. You can do yoga before to make sure your limbs are nice and loose. I usually like to, but you don't have to. And then you focus on the tree and then like every thought that like comes in my head, you know, I think it and I let it go. Like how leaves fall off the tree. Like oh, I let nice, it fall off. Nice. Yeah. And then I just keep doing that until my mind is clear. And that wow. helped me a lot in the beginning. How long do you do it for? It depends. Just It depends on the, on the day. day. Yeah. yeah Every day is different, right? Yeah. Some days I'm, you know, like I feel like a... Especially like mentally, you know, it's not every day I wake up the same. Like some days I have a lot on my mind when I wake up. Yeah. And some days I'm just like, eh. <laughs> <So> <laughs> it's a Wednesday. A right. Absolutely. Yeah. Every day is a little different. So every meditation and meditative, you know, like practice I do is going to be a little different. Of course. Of course. Yeah. And as you know, one of the, the things that you had said was about the um, feeling, the feeling of alone or being, you know, in, in a space where you want to share that people aren't alone. Right. That, yeah. that you can feel this way. How has that, that community grown for you over the last couple of years, both in the industry where you're now meeting people as a consequence of doing what you do, yeah. but also through your music that you're touching people, right? Yeah. How has that, your life changed in that as from, your, from a community standpoint? Um, I would say I've really gotten to like grow and meet so many amazing people. And it's really been beautiful, like at shows, you know, like um, when people like come up to me after and they're like, you know, I found you on Instagram and I like came out and I bought a ticket. And no it's just way. like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> that like makes That's me want to cool. cry because it's like, wow, like, you know, or when um, people tell me like, 
hey, I'm listening. Like someone reached out to me recently in a DM and they're like, hey, you know, like I recently was going through a lot and I like re-listened to your album because I feel like it's like I call it my self-care album because that's really what it was about. Like, um, and it's just crazy. And all the amazing people I've been able to meet, like from events, other artists, there's so many amazing artists out here. Like there's so many amazing people that put on events and like, Ah, I just love it because it's really open doors. I've met people from all sorts of creative industries, not just music, but, you know, the fashion industry. Um, That as well, like, that's been amazing. And obviously different businesses, like where I perform, you know? Absolutely. And one of the things you had mentioned, too, was just how you're trying not to, not that I'm sure that if uh, a place is great, getting invited back, you're going to go, right? But you really want to make a name for yourself and start to uh, visit different venues, right? Yeah. Tell me a little bit about that strategy and how you came up with that. Um, It's funny because, like, (laughs) once again, like, um, I normally would just get bookings from just posting, like, just being consistent, Um, just uh, have a routine, um, in the beginning, I definitely had a routine. I would batch create like um, covers and things of that nature, and I would make sure I was writing and I would post when I was in the studio. And when I would go to events, I would, you know, kind of um, bring out that extroverted side of me because naturally I'm more introverted. But in social settings, I can definitely bring out that side um, because I'm both, which is You're funny. Definitely social. Yeah, I'm definitely <laughs> a social butterfly. Yeah, yeah, it's sure. both. For so sure, like, sure. I just make sure, you know, like when I'm out there, you know, I'm out there. Sometimes. I get a little shy when I get nervous, but I just like put myself out there and I'm like, you know what? Try to meet at least five new people at this event. You know what I'm saying? Like give genuine compliments. I'm big on genuine compliments because that opens so many doors, you know, you never know. Like one compliment can lead you into year long friendships, year long partnerships, you know, business relationships. It's also a positive way to look at life. I mean, looking for things that you could compliment someone, yeah. right? Change your eye and look for positive things. That's such a, a just a nice token, right? To, yeah. to carry on with you. What advice would you give to people who are listening, who are you know interested in becoming, whether it be a musician, singer, songwriter, artist? I mean, whatever their thing is, but have been held up for whatever reason, right? It seems like yeah. you kind of just went into it. You didn't like <laughs> you weren't like, oh, I need to have these degrees. I need to have this experience. And you're like, no, no, no. I'm just gonna put a video out on Instagram and see what happens, right? It's kind of, because it's funny, because I did apply to Columbia when I, like, decided to pursue it, and I got in. Yeah, it was amazing. I got in, and... You didn't tell me that. Oh, yeah, I didn't didn't tell you that part before. But, yeah, um, I got in, uh, and it was amazing, and I got a few scholarships, but I didn't get enough. Mm. Um, unfortunately, I didn't qualify for enough, and it wasn't financially mm. feasible. For sure. For so sure. I'm like, you know what? I'm not gonna let that stop me. <laughs> Good for you. Because I've been singing since I was two. You know, I've been in the church since I was a baby. You know, like getting requested to sing at different places. So I'm like, wow. You know what? I'm gonna just follow my heart. I'm gonna have faith, and I'm just gonna do what I know how to do. And what I know how to do is sing. And yeah. I know that, like, that's going to bring me around the right people. And I trust my intuition, you know, my discernment. And I'll connect with the right people and wow. it'll be amazing. Wow. So if I had to give anyone advice, it would just be, like, follow your passion. Make the music you want to hear. Not what everyone else is listening yeah. to. Because I, you know, like, I feel like it's very important to make the music you want to hear. A lot of people say, oh, this is missing for music. That is missing for music. Make it. You know what I'm saying? Put it in your music. Put right, it out there. Because right, right. you're not the only person that thinks that. You're going to find your people when you make the music that's true to you. Um, be grateful 
I'm very big on gratitude daily. You should say five things you're grateful for, and I feel like that'll lead you far, especially in this industry, just being grateful for your opportunities and also showing that gratitude to people. Um, and then I guess I would also say have a budget. <laughs> That's Make smart. a plan. Yeah. Because it's great, you know, to do all these things, but you need to have a budget and you need to have a plan. Because if you don't have a plan, you're going to get lost in the sauce. And you don't want to get lost in the sauce. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and if you have a budget, then you can kind of know what you're able to do and what you're not able to do. And you can plan things. And we love planning. <laughs> so I think it would just be um, to keep that creativity, you know, keep that flowing. Make the music you want to make. Make those great connections. But also remember that this is a business, and it does get expensive if you're, you know, recording music, buying beats, going to the studio, getting things mixed and mastered. You don't want to throw your money out of the window, you know? So make plans for that money. Absolutely. No, that's very, very good advice. Yeah. You know, and on that, too, about being true to yourself and uh, writing music, performing music um, that is true to you. Yeah. Part of that people-pleasing, you know, personality that you identified as something that you're trying to change yeah it seems like that's a necessary thing as part of who you are if you're gonna write music that speaks to you right yeah what what steps did you take to say look i mean i i, I care about people but i gotta care about me too and, yeah. and it, did that come kind of as that consequence of saying i gotta start writing music for me which means i can't be this people pleaser anymore right yeah how how, how, was, how did you approach that um honestly like through like the spiritual work I was doing, like, you know, through my journey, um, through that self-discovery, that planning, that shadow work, like all that, that's what really helped me realize it. And like, um, I think I really learned how to do that when I started seeing the things that I needed to be me. Mm. And I, and also when I learned that me neglecting my own needs didn't make me better for anyone else, you know? Yep. That like, 100%. yeah, you know, 100%. and at the end of the day, like people are going to keep taking if I'm just giving and if I'm giving and I'm giving and I'm giving and I'm not checking to see like, wait, do I have enough? Do I have enough to give right now? Do I have <laughs> enough for myself right now? If I just keep giving out, giving out, giving out, you know, like how is anyone even supposed to know that I'm depleted? I have to be aware of that before I can give out anything. And that's why two breaks are important. Like, um, like I just said, I've taken a break, so I haven't performed in about a month and a half. And it's kind of crazy. It feels so long, but that's because I had to focus on more life things and making sure I have money for my music, you know, making sure, like, I'm living in an environment where I can be creative and I can, you know, like, seize opportunities, you know what I'm saying? So putting myself in a better position for my music. But, like, that takes time, and I had to, like, take that step back to see what do I need to do? So I can get to where I got to go. Not what just do I want to do, but what do I need? That's, I mean, very good. Very responsible. This is very wise. <laughs> you don't hear this often, right, <laughs> of anybody. But I think as artists, many times that's one of the more difficult things is this intentionality and understanding these things and approaching it with this methodical, you know, strategy that you have is, is a unique thing. And I think it's something that is very commendable, but also one that people should listen to yeah. and, and really consider what is it for you that um, that you hope out of this podcast out of you know your message more than anything else mm -hmm. that you hope comes through uh, as as you create a fan base for yourself <laughs> as you create a brand for yourself right what does that look like for you um I mean honestly what does it look like my brand I mean 
I feel like it's obviously, you know, speak life into yourself and in others. Because, like, once you have, you know, your happiness, it's okay to share it, but make sure you make it first. Like, you know, you're responsible for your own happiness. You can create that, you know? So just be, like, be love, you know? Be love, give love, and also do what you love. Like, you know, be it, give it, do it when it comes to love. And even besides that, like, don't give up on yourself. You know, no one's going to believe in you unless you believe in you. No one, you know, no one was going to jump on board to, like, play with me at live shows, to, like, go out to these shows with me. Like, no one was going to be on board to give me these opportunities until I said, you know, me, Charmaine, I can do this. Like, I'm worth that. I'm going to do this. You have to be the first person to see your worth. No one else is going to see it. Like, you have to know it. And that's also, like, your power because no one else is going to define it but you once you make it yourself. So, like, that's what I would say. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) That is awesome. Awesome advice. Um, If people want to follow you, they want to go to a concert, you know, they want to know more about you, how how can they find you online or know about uh, your upcoming shows? Yeah, um, it's all under Charmaine Makita. Uh, I have a website, CharmaineMakita.com, and all the socials are under the same name. Charmaine is just C-H-A-R-M-A-I-N-E, last name M-A-K-E-D-A. So, yeah. And you're working on something for uh, Juneteenth, right? Yeah. So I have a show coming up. So I'll be posting about that soon. That's going to be awesome. It is going to be awesome. And I'm sure it's going to be a great summer. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're kicking it off with Juneteenth. You already know. So I it's going to be a good And it doesn't get warm until then anyway here in Chicago. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> who, but, who knows? Right. I mean, we kind of had summer last week, but then we kind of <laughs> had like... <laughs> A tsunami. I don't know what that was. <laughs> you know, it's Chicago, so you exactly. just gotta wait a little bit and find out, right? Exactly. No, but on that, I just want to thank you one for just you know coming in, sharing a little bit about who you are. But on, on another note, is very exciting in terms of being able to see your career really just starting, but seeing the trajectory of it where we know it's going to be very successful. Of course, thank you for having me. I'm you excited for me? the next time. <laughs> yes. <laughs>